It's that, it's that trust he affects. The only thing that binds us together as a society is trust. They broke our trust. We live in a society. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. This is the Devils in the Podcast, a production of the Devils in the Detail. And in case you're wondering, I'm not Gadget Guy. I am Manostion, the group owner. And due to some technical issues, the introduction that Gadget Guy did um, hasn't been usable. There were some technical hiccups and audio glitches, and um, it sounded kind of bad. So I'm introducing the show today, and after that, it's all business as usual. In that vein, this is episode 12, and the devils have been released for your auditory pleasure. So today, Gadget Guy is joined by TFX, the community manager, and Summer Rose's AI. And sadly, I didn't have the time to be there, but this way, at least you get to hear my voice right now, in case that's something you want for whatever reason. So, on with the podcast. Alrighty. So, the first thing we're going to talk about today is, what did you play? Well, nothing productive really this week. I mean, just played Spyro and Turok, and that's it. Are they fun? I mean, Spyro, yeah, but Turok, I don't know. Uh, it feels very repetitive for some reason. Even though it's like, it has the same gameplay as Doom, but so far, just kind of boring to me. I don't it's a dinosaur. True, <laughs> but still somewhat boring. Uh, I guess. I guess. What about you, AI? What have you been playing? Uh, I mean, I did, with my older brother, try out um, the Rivals of Ether. Um update which oh, is, but yeah and that, that's really fun um the the tether ball that they added that game mode so that's ball. actually it's <laughs> actually pretty fun yeah so yeah you just you know do what you normally do and <laughs> there's tether ball so yeah you just hit the tether ball and it just goes around and you can fight while that's going on to does the workshop work any movement. better uh i actually haven't I didn't try the workshop because we we only played for a little bit and uh, we just used the characters we haven't used yet because they they gave us all the characters all the like the DLC characters for free so yeah. it's like, oh let's try them yeah I know one thing I remember being really annoying with the workshop because the workshop has some great characters in it mm -hmm. um, was that it does. the like if you don't have the same character it won't like just auto download it you have to go find the exact same version and then the next problem is is that sometimes it won't recognize that you have the same version but i i'm, I'm pretty sure they said they were going to fix that for the definitive edition release uh i don't know i wouldn't know because yeah I, since my brother's here with me um so we just did local so makes sense <laughs> i have no clue about that um but yeah, and then besides that, um, I've been been playing lots of uh, Genshin Impact. That's really fun. Ooh. 
Perfect. I'm glad that you have been doing that because that's one of our topics for today. Yeah, because yeah, uh, I mean, I know the developers said that yeah, like it was inspired by like uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, which I played, and yeah, it has it does have a, a similar feel to it, and um, there's there is a multiplayer aspect to it, and then um, it's on PlayStation 4, PC, and mobile, and this. Crossplay, which is great that they have that, and then um, since for PC and mobile you use like your email for your account, or you can, um, your account's like interchangeable between the two. Although, fortunately for PS4 players, they can't transfer their account to mobile or PC, and mobile and PC, uh, PC can't transfer to PS4. But other than that, it's I've been playing the crap out of that. <laughs> Is it any fun? Like, what? How does it play? Is it like a hack and slash? Like, what kind of game is it? I mean, it's the gameplay is exactly like Breath of the Wild. So yeah, you go around. Uh, there's quests that you can do, and then um, yeah. So like, depending on your ca- uh, which character you have you're using at the moment. Um, so you can have a character that's using that has a sword. So you um, or um, there's a character that will have they'll use like a bow or they can say catalyst, so it's like magic, um, claymore, like beer. Now, I know one thing uh, that people were a little skeptical about is it sort of like slightly gotcha nature. Have you felt like you've had to spend money to play the game well? No. To enjoy it? No, because I know they... Um, for doing like missions and stuff there is a thing that um you get and then like if you get a certain and you get a lot of it too and like you can use that instead to use the gotcha so it's like i mean i've only done the gotcha like three times and i've only used the gotcha like three times and i've gotten two good characters which i use and then i use like the main character obviously since that's supposed to be like you your character um and then i use one other that you get for like while doing this story so it's like for me it's like i've i really don't need the gotcha i've mostly been doing it every now and then just to you know just just because i can and i have like the Uh resources so it's like i do think people might be a little misinformed about like that you have to use money because it's one of those things where it's like oh you need this certain thing and you don't get a lot of it but it's like but it's like or you can use this other thing which you get for like doing like everything like every mission gives you this thing in it okay and you use that and that that will give you i mean you need a lot of it but still since like like pretty much everything everything you do gives you like five and like you need like forget the exact number but it's like a thousand or something but it's like unless you're like desperately trying to do the gotcha you really really don't need it and i mean because it's like you can only have like four characters in your party at a time anyways and it's like if you have so it's like once you have like four that you're pretty much just gonna stick with like i am it's like you really didn't really it's like the gush is just for like the weapons but it's like i like and it's like i like the weapons that i have and like the base i mean i haven't actually like looked up to see like if there's a huge difference uh, besides the base but it's like the base damage from it's like the like three star weapon is like 
one base damage lower than the four star so it's like i don't feel like i need to try and get a four star weapon or a five star weapon because it's not the base damage isn't that far behind i mean maybe once you get it up to like level 90 which i believe is max then there's a huge difference but it's like meh, i don't care enough <laughs> <laughs> i see well that's really interesting now i again i know it's got a lot of comparisons to breath of the wild because of its earth style uh does it also have like the puzzles and stuff like breath of the wild yes yeah so there's definitely puzzles that you need to do um so like some of the dungeons and stuff um yeah like in order to proceed um yeah it's like you either have to use like a certain attack type so it's like you have to use like a wind wind spell or fire in order to unlock a thing um and i mean it's pretty obvious what you need to do like there'll be like a fire symbol or like a wind symbol so it's like you it's not like there's a lot of like oh what attack what type of attack do i need um and then yeah like some of the chests that are out in the wild too they're unlocked by stuff like that or like there'll be a thing that you have to find that like unlocks that don't make a chest appear or like um there are chests that are locked behind enemies so it's like you have to kill the enemies in that area and then it'll unlock the chest see very interesting what about, like, I know Breath of the Wild is pretty famous for the abilities that you can use that really change up how you experience the world, like the, the magnetism and the stasis puzzle abilities. Like, are there any of those? So, no, there's not really any, like, stasis or stuff like that that you need. But, I mean, like, like Breath of the Wild, and, you know, you can, there's, like, the stamina bar, so, like, you can try and you know climb up a mountain as long as you have stamina um and then like breath of the wild you have like the like um the glider oh the glider i see yeah yeah so it's like that's fun to do like you know go somewhere high up and then just like if you're traveling somewhere nearby and you know just teleport to to location nearby and then just that's high up and then you can just kind of just glide as long as you have stamina i see but there aren't any of those fun powers, like, uh, as I mentioned, um... No, there's not really, like, a stasis or to, like, move stuff, um, but yeah, I mean, like, there is, there are stuff where it's, like, in order to proceed, like, you have to use, like, ice on, like, a thing in it, and then it creates a thing. Oh, like, uh, you use ice on water and it creates, like, a bridge or something? Like, that kind of yeah. thing? Yeah, yeah, like... Uh, you don't need that as much, but um, there sometimes, like if you don't have enough stamina, it's nice to you can freeze like the water and walk on it. See, very interesting. Sounds like a fun game. I just am a little worried to install it, as uh, firstly it uses its own proprietary client, which I'm personally not a huge, and yeah, it also does use its own client. yeah, it uh, people have been bringing up concerns over potential like clipboard snooping on like mobile so i'm a little bit concerned about you know privacy plus it uses like a kernel level driver on windows mm -hmm. so i mean that basically is like giving over the keys to your whole computer and i'm just not sure i'm comfortable with that just to play one game yeah yeah i mean it, it obviously it 
and then also it's always people's preference too i mean that's you know it's like you know it's like you're skeptical about stuff like that and there are people that are like that and it's like for me kind of it's like um someone okay with that it's like because i don't i kind of feel like there's not a whole lot that i feel is at risk for me but there could be something i'm missing yeah i just i don't know i just i don't like the idea of that i have always been an advocate for computer security safety and all these games running kernel level drivers are uh, not my cup of tea like i know they're, they're trying to do it for the anti-cheat but mm -hmm. uh yeah i don't think given access to the whole computer is the right way to go about it i think unfortunately most people just don't understand the ramifications of what that is and what that means yeah i do feel that too yeah there are some people that it's like it does seem like they don't even know what that means and they just do it willy-nilly and it's kind of like you know it's like oh i don't know what that means and they just do it and then like i kind of feel like with some of the security breaches and stuff i, I kind of feel like that's part of it is people not fully knowing what they're agreeing to mm -hmm. and then something happens and then they make a huge deal over it but it's kind of like to me it's kind of like it's like yeah you kind of signed up for that though <laughs> but i guess they don't it's one of those things that they don't realize that they're saying they're agreeing to that yeah plus i already have breath of the wild so i don't know if i would want to play like a mmo version of it so you know, I'll let other people know that, but I just don't think I'll be see playing it that much in the future, or if at all. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I got it because friends had it, so I was like, I'll try it out. That's probably why a lot and, of people got it, friends and, like, streamers. Yeah, and then I do like, like it, and then I liked it, so I've been playing that a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. So... The next topic is that Call of Duty Warzone no longer fits on a 250 gigabyte SSD. It is officially larger than 250 gigabytes. That's bigger than most people. So like laptops can't. Most laptops are are like two, 250. Yeah. So I <laughs> just laptop I, I, users sucks to be you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because I remember when it came out, it was like 187 or something like that, and now it's up to like two over like it's like 252 or something i'm just like geez what the heck are you adding in there they're, they're the assets just must not be compressed in any way yeah and i think they removed like 20 gigabytes of stuff like last month and so that huge g <laughs> that's way too much i really feel bad for the console players because most consoles these days come from with like one terabyte of storage and yeah, uh it's like five it's like, yeah, a, it's like yeah there's like two versions i think there's well i i don't know about the new gym but yeah it's like i know with like the playstation 4 and the xbox one there's like when it first came out it was like 500 gigabytes and then they later released the terabyte but it's like if you're spending like you're spending half of the 500 on one game <laughs> yeah that seems a little ridiculous to me which means it's like a quarter of the terabyte. Yep. Come on, Call of it's, Duty. It's just, yeah, I don't know. It's just pretty crazy to me. I mean, uh, Warzone alone is like 130, if I remember correctly. It's it's ginormous. I can't believe how ridiculously large it is. And that's why I, I just can't play. believe it I'll keeps growing like so exponentially. 
Mm-hmm. Makes no sense. I think the same was for um, Wolfenstein back in the day. It was like 60, and that was way too high. <laughs> that yeah. 60 was huge. Now we've got a game that's four times as large. And it's the new norm. I think also Gears of War is 250. That just seems like, game developers to doing? me, that just seems like laziness. Because, man, back in the day, uh, man, like SNES cartridges are like 64 megabytes. And, or no, actually, I think it was less than that. But, yeah, yeah I think it was yeah, the Nintendo I mean, like 64. Yeah. Nintendo yeah, 64 was like 64 mm-hmm. megabytes compared to like the 800 that a PS1 had. And still people were porting those games left and right. So I'm sort of leaning towards the feeling that basically the reason the games are so huge is because they just don't feel like coming up with a way to crunch it into a reasonable size. It's like, eh, everybody's got like two terabyte things these days. You know, if they want to play it, they'll install it. You know, maybe get rid of a couple other games. It's like, like, I don't uh, think the graphics are like... You know, it's like, yeah, sure, the graphics are better. But it's like, I don't think they're that much better that you need that huge of a file. Yeah, it's it's pretty ridiculous. I, yeah. Like, I definitely don't think it's necessary. But it is what it is, you know? If you want to play the game, I guess you gotta pay the, the megabyte tax or the gigabyte tax at this point, so... Yep. It is what it is. So, I'm gonna reply, so I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't really play it either. It doesn't really affect me. Yeah, let others worry about it. Don't complain <laughs> about it. So Nintendo argues that Joy-Con drift hasn't caused anyone inconvenience in that lawsuit that's been pending for like the last year and a half. I have to disagree as a Switch owner, and I bought my Switch used. And I think the reason it was uh, used sale was because the left Joy-Con... <laughs> had drift on it and like I was playing Breath of the Wild and Link would randomly like run into things and it was really frustrating so much so that I just I just got a like a $10 Joy-Con replacement kit off of Amazon and replaced it but I don't really think they have a leg to stand on in terms of Joy-Con does not cause inconvenience I mean anyone who plays Breath of the Wild or something like that yeah, you- could just bring it in the courthouse and be like, so my horse is supposed to be running straight, but instead it's running left and just ran off a cliff. Oh, look, it's running into mob. I mean, I guess they can climb because you can use, you can use a pro controller, but still an inconvenience. Yeah, so I don't I don't like that argument of theirs. I, I think the problem is, is basically they don't have an argument at this point. So what else are they going to say? They're just mm-hmm. trying to get out of it any way they can. You know, that's the only way they can get out of it. And uh, But I don't think many judges, unless the judge is very old and doesn't understand technology in the slightest, is going to go for that. This is unfortunately probably most judges. But we shall have yep. to see. This has been going on for a very long time. And I know that... I don't think this is going to be resolved any time soon. Yeah, I'd be surprised if it is. But since we're on this topic of Nintendo, uh, man, crazy news. Uh, Minecraft Steve is coming to Super Smash Bros. Man, Minecraft is everywhere right now. 
<laughs> I know it's so funny how it how it made like a resurgence again, but it's just like man, Super Smash Bros. I of all the characters when because I remember when the series yeah. first came out, man, did I not expect Minecraft Steve to be like one of the DLC characters? So honestly. It's very typical of uh, Sakurai, the who is the the director of Smash Bros. He made Minecraft Steve look really fun. Like I can't believe how fun he looks. Although it I does... was so mm. expecting him to be like boring, and they just would like have him, I don't know, do silly things like oh, you know, he's a sword boy like. Byleth or something like that. Mm -hmm. But no, he's actually like he uses a lot of tools and there's a whole like mining component to it. Honestly, he looks way too OP. So I kinda <laughs> worry like I know Smash is uh like a competitive esport, but I, I worry about that because man, the amount of options that Steve has mm -hmm. pretty insane. I mean he's got like a ledge blocker with his uh dirt blocks he can place. He's got like crazy uh, edge block with uh, the TNT traps he can make, plus the little horrible fire down tilts he's got. I mean, geez, like Steve is insane. Like Steve's going to be like the number one played, I think, uh -huh. unless he gets nerfed. Which he probably will. Probably. Well, I don't know. Like. Uh, in Smash Bros, a lot of the times, really strong characters don't get nerfed. The weak characters get buffed. So, but the thing is, is that they True. buff they buff them, but they don't give them like new pieces of kit. And mm -hmm. unfortunately, I think a lot of the old characters, like from the original Smash Bros, like Jigglypuff, man, Jigglypuff just can't compete with Minecraft Steve. Not strong enough. Not enough options. Although it does, it does kind of make me laugh at some fans of Smash because I know like when Ultimate first came out, there was a huge thing of adding, or people wanted them to add Waluigi. So it's like, kind of makes me laugh. It's like, oh, you want people want Waluigi? Here's Minecraft Steve. <laughs> yeah, it's really kind of interesting. Like I said, like he he was just not who I expected to be there. Like, I would definitely expect Waluigi because Waluigi is a Nintendo character, but like Minecraft Steve, like Microsoft and Nintendo have never worked together, so that sort of mm -hmm. character coming in is kind of surprising. Like, they worked with Rare uh, back in the 64 days, which is why it doesn't surprise me they have Banjo-Kazooie and a couple of the other uh, characters who, like, I guess, yeah, because like um, Solid Snake was part of Metal Gear, which started out on the NES. Yep. And Sonic has been on Nintendo consoles, so that's not surprising. But I was just really surprised Minecraft, considering, I mean, I guess he's got representation on the Switch, considering Minecraft on the Switch now. So. True. I guess it's not too far fetched. Other thing I I do have to say about them, still not adding Waluigi. It does kind of, I think, if I remember correctly, it does kind of go back with uh, when Ultimate kind of came out and like the early days of it. Because, yeah, I think it was like Sakurai who like basically said because people kept bugging him to add Waluigi, 
he's not going to add Waluigi. So I, th- I think it, it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of good on him too that he's kind of sticking with what he's said, where it's like, you want me to do this? I'm not going to do it. <laughs> well, I mean, he said the same thing about Ridley though. Uh, Ridley the giant purple dinosaur pterosaur from uh, the Metroid Prime series and uh, that that he was too big for Smash and then Smash Ultimate comes out and here's Ridley so for all I know he's going to be like the very last character like what? It'll (laughs) be like a double reveal Uh, fifth character they're going to reveal it's going to be something like I don't know uh uh, let's see, what's a what's a Nintendo rep? Uh, Mario Kart, like it's like Rob from Mario Kart, or like that, and you can like draw you like it's like a driving mini game, something for <laughs> Rob from Mario Kart or something like that, and then it's like all of a sudden like Rob in the trailer in his Mario Kart gets like passed and hit with a red shell, and all of a sudden like Waluigi shows up and it's like Waluigi joins the battle and he's like the six DLC character. You never know. Yeah, you watch. Sakurai is a real, like, memer. Like, he loves the memes, so... I could totally see him doing that. <laughs> he leaves Waluigi for very last. <laughs> like, can you imagine the amount of hype he would get if the last character was Waluigi? Because, like... Be yeah, like... I mean, like, you can't start out with Waluigi because that's just a ton of hype. People think you're gonna get Goku or something like that. But, like, if you put him very last, man, yeah, then you've, like, met all kinds of fan expectations. Super excited. But if I remember correctly, Sakurai has said that this is the last DLC pass, so, like, people wouldn't, like, Goku. It's just, it's Waluigi. Mm-hmm. People have been asking for. Plus, like, they, it's, like, the last character, so it'd be, like, a big hurrah. A last big hurrah, and be like the only character that breaks the assist trophy rule or something like that because there's been this whole like if there's a an assist trophy or a, a me fighter uh, costume of it then it won't be a full character like Bomberman made me sad because Bomberman's like a, a, a me costume so that's like kind of confirming he's not going to be in the game as a character yeah but uh but I you know I noticed that this DLC pass has like six, whereas the last one had like fives. I'm still waiting. I still think last fighter is going to be Waluigi. They're just holding off on him so that they don't get fans overexcited. Which would make sense, yeah. And I guess since we're speaking about Minecraft, uh, Minecraft had a new mob vote, which they do every once in a while. I think the last one came was about like a new monster, and they chose like skybacks or something like that well this one was like a peaceful mob one that just kind of exists and the one that won was uh the glowing squid that's kind of cool that is kind of cool i think it definitely because like the other two were something like like flower cow but we already have like mushroom cow so that one wasn't too interesting but i think glowing squid is kind of cool because like it will light up the depth of the Minecraft mm-hmm. ocean, which are have historically been pretty dark, so it'll really add some ambiance. Cool, cool look. Yeah, and it's kind of like with like flower cow. It's like, what's the point in it? It's like, what do you get from that? Flowers. Yeah, who knows? So it's kind of like I don't see a point in that, but it's like with the mushroom, mushroom cow, you got 
like, I think it did. It, like, actually gave you, like, mushroom soup. So it's like, there's a use for that. Yeah, plus it was found in the mushroom biome. Yes. I guess there's a flower biome, but I don't know. This doesn't seem unique. Uh, seems kind of dumb. Definitely. Now, I know that TFX definitely posted about this news, uh, but I saw that before his post. Payday 3 was just announced. Yeah, that was a surprise. I mean, Payday 2 has been alive for like 10 years now. It's like that. I don't know. It feels very old. But it's about time. Yeah, it really is about time. I remember that they said they were working on it, but then they needed money. So they were working on Payday 2 again or something. There was a lot of like weird business stuff going on over there. Yeah, it's definitely been. Yeah, I would say, yeah, it definitely has to be 10 years or so. Because to say it in. It makes years. sense. Cause I, yeah, because I remember playing in high school, and 2022 will be 10 years since I graduated, so it's about 10 years, 10 years or so around there. Somewhere yeah, between, I mean... I'd say 8 and 10. Like, it feels really old at this point. Like, it, it's like, it feels so old with the lack of, like, quality of life things that's almost feeling like Source 1 game, like a Source 1 game. Yeah, plus you could get like the ultimate edition with all DLCs for like five bucks now, which makes sense why they're making a new one. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, I wonder what they would add. All I can say is, man, I really hope they make something better than the stupid drills. Like I honestly, like I understand having to protect a piece of equipment, but just the jamming of the <laughs> drills was such a terrible mechanic. Oh my god. Slow. So frustrating. Mm-hmm. When I was playing it a lot, man, I swear it haunted me in my sleep because like <laughs> you're you're running around trying to survive from endless waves of cops and you hear ching chicka 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 ching chicka chicka it's like uh it's the drill again. Yeah, right, as long as you have like good teammates, then you'll be fine. Yeah. Good luck with that. Especially yeah. if you play with Ramdos. <laughs> So yeah, Payday 3 announced, pray, no real information besides that. Who knows when that will ever come out, or if it will die in the process. Uh, I think it's going to be 2021 holidays. Yeah, I don't know, man. Who knows? I would have loved to at least see like a small gameplay trailer or something. It's going to be like a cinematic, pretty sure. Or uh, like Valhalla, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, you know. Two seconds of play. <laughs> yes, I will die on that hill. That would be good. That was so. Dis- uh, so Star Wars Squadrons just came out. Do mixed reviews on Steam, mostly due to like VR not working right when it released or something like that. TFX, did you buy this game? I thought you said you were going to. I was, but I was conflicted because it's EA, so. Yeah. I assume it's going to be like a bad point to start. So I just so I told myself I'll just wait a bit and see how it is. And thank God I Fair waited. Fair enough. I mean, the... What is it? The, the critics loved it. But I guess they weren't looking for the VR component. Whereas people who were waiting for it with bated breath were really looking forward to it because of the, the VR aspect of it to make it like a, a next generation... Exactly. Uh, X-Wing or a next generation TIE fighter. So I, I guess like it just didn't meet their expectations, which is called to be pretty negative. 
No, I just want to buy it because it's similar to Elite Dangerous. I'm not even a fan of Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, it I looks mean, so good. There are, a, there is a real lack of good space dog fighting simulators these days. Maybe like and, Star Citizen five years later. Dude, I don't think Star Citizen is going to be done for the next twenty. Years, honestly, now, the thing has raised too much money and that's too much blow at this point. Now, my opinion is going to be five years max, you think and so? then it will be released. And it'll probably be released in a terrible, terrible state. <laughs> no doubt. I mean, I've been following their uh, their roadmap and their controversies and all. And according to the people who bought their ships and all, they pretty is going to finish like in five years at most. No, not more, not less, not more. That's that's an odd and very specific number. Well, maybe more, but not less than five years. Yeah, I mean, geez. they basically said they're going to put every game into Star Citizen at this point. So they're going to put Doom Classic. <laughs> Uh, yeah, dude, they just added, like, FPS element, so... Yeah, that was fun. Could. It was fun, though. I mean, <laughs> I mean, did you try the trial? I think it was, like, a year ago. I mean, there's, no, like, I a didn't. seven... Like, a week uh, trial, I think. And it was awesome. It was so cool. The, the audio is so realistic. It's like you're inside a shuttle. So good. But I'm curious to find out how much replayability it has after that. Um, uh, not really, maybe. <laughs> yeah, let's see, exactly. I mean, for that much, you might as well get Elite Dangerous. At least that one is something. Yeah, definitely. Now, I recommend that. That was not VR perfect, experience. but it's something. Or I've heard uh, X4 is getting pretty good these days with all the updates and expansion. X Morph? What is it? X4. X4. Hmm, never heard of it. Yeah, the. The sequel to the X series. I know X2 is beloved. X3 was god awful when it came out, but sort of came up to the meh area. And then X4 sort of started in the meh area and is now sort of like popular ish. Oh, okay. X4 Foundations. Yeah, it's X4 Foundation. Yeah, I heard it was like it had a bad start. Yeah, apparently did, but it's supposedly pretty good now. So. I guess that's good. Interesting. I'll Plus, they're mods list. if you don't like any specific thing of it. Oh, is that workshops? Nice. Yeah, it does have workshop support. I know that one of the big issues people have with the game is that, like, if you just want to fly a little fighter in a dogfight, um, if you die in the fighter, the, it's like game over. But there's a mod now. Uh, now that I saw where like it'll teleport you it's supposedly they like according to the lore of the mod integrated like a personal emergency teleporter so it will supposedly teleport your character to a nearby um, fighter if yours gets exploded <laughs> so that game over doesn't happen anymore and you can enjoy sh flying around in a little fighter so it's like no man's sky but better well, I, I guess it's different. Like, No Man's Sky is only about exploring the planets, which we we mentioned, we talked about last week how much it got, how it got so much more variety. But uh, X4 is, I've heard, explained as Mountain Blade, um, but in space and more complex. Yeah, we should definitely try it one day. 
because it's got that mountain blade because you sort of like make your war bands and then you go fight people but it's a little more complex because you can set up like trade routes and build stations um, and the stations produce resources which you can then like use in a shipyard to build more ships or you can like build a second station somewhere to process the resources created in the first station to get more money so does it have a campaign it's more sandbox yeah i, I thought so no i understand that it would definitely turn some people off not having a campaign but still pretty good i mean if it's like oh, mount <laughs> I mean, if it's like no man's sky then i'm good for now then they're they have like quests and all but they're like optional and you can just, just explore everything without doing the camp, the quest itself. Again, it's it's more of a sandbox in that you have to make your own quest. Make your own story. Exactly, yeah. Which is always one of those fun taglines that large corporations always exactly. use. <laughs> Disney has a bad... <laughs> Disney has like a bad campaign, but Bungie said, yeah, you have to make your own story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's sure. just lazy. <laughs> That's like handing someone a book and uh, it's really bad and you're like, yo, this book is really bad. And they're like, well, now you have to make up your own story. More like a blank like, book and make your your story. Yeah, it's yeah. like, yo, I, I paid you for this story in this book. I did not pay you to be giving me sass telling me, hey, if you don't like it, make up your own story. It's like, come on. I, like, really? <laughs> Bitch, please. Although I like, I guess it's a bit different in that Destiny 2 is like a live service game where they're constantly evolving the story. Whereas a book, it's a bad book. It's just a bad book. Like that sequel that the great, great nephew of Bram Stoker wrote to Dracula. That was an awful book. <laughs> Super edgy and emo. Definitely don't read that. I'll it's got a stupid that. ending too. Hate it. <laughs> Anyway, that's my personal uh, <laughs> vendetta against that one. Um, Immortals Phoenix Rising, that really cool new uh, game based upon fighting mythical creatures, but it's basically like Assassin's Creed Odyssey, except they took out the Assassin's Creed so that they could make it like an actual game around fighting mythical creatures. Plus, they finally embraced the hack and slash nature of... Uh, you know where the assassins creed series is going sort of and made it cool so i think it's very similar to uh, uh what's it called legend of zelda yeah definitely there's definitely some breath of the wild thrown in there just because breath of the wild got all those like tens 10 out of 10s from like gaming publications but i think they forget that the reason it's getting like tens out of tens is because the gameplay is actually like, really really good but apparently the uh, rating board rated it uh, that it has microtransactions, but that's pretty vague as to what it is. It could be like cosmetics. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's cosmetics. It, it always that. is with Ubisoft, but you never know. Like I said, they, like we've said in the past weeks, they're the ones who argued that a subscription isn't a subscription. So, yeah, I am a little more sus about their business. <laughs> subscription is a subscription. They're imposters. 
Yes, they are imposters. Yep. They are AAA imposters. They're mobile games, but they're imposters because of, for the PC gaming market. So nothing too exciting there. It's just like, yeah, there will be microtransactions, but like all the Assassin's Creed have had microtransactions at this point, and it's mostly just like little costumes or and stuff that you can earn in the game, as well as I mean, there's some story DLC, but that usually comes later. Hopefully they'll be smart about it. Just like just cosmetics, hopefully. Yeah, let's hope so. And then, uh, speaking of just cosmetics, Fall Guys Season 2 comes out October 8th. Uh, Fall Guys was super popular and has sort of been overshadowed a bit by Among Us these days. Poor guys. Like, like I don't have any, like, sympathy, man. They, they made bank and then they, like, ran with it. So, like, good for them, honestly. They were the next Fortnite. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I hope that Season 2 revitalizes the game, but I just worry their, like, 15 minutes of fame is gone. I mean, it's, it's still popular. True. It's... Yeah, it is still pretty popular. I just well, wish that, see. uh... Because I've been in the Linux lately, I wish that easy anti-cheat was... Could be used on Linux, because right now, unfortunately, like, all those awesome games like Rainbow Six Siege and Fall Guys, you can't play on Linux. Because easy anti-cheat uh, doesn't work. Oh, damn. It sucks. It is, yeah. It's really lame. But hopefully soon. Does it work on Linux? That's interesting. Basically, if the game... So, here's how it was. The game did work on Linux perfectly. It was, like, excellent out of the box. Then they added Easy Anti-Cheat, which injects DLLs into the game while it's running um, to block, like... Uh, stuff being injected in otherwise or something like that. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, the injection method is not supported by Linux, nor is it supported by the Windows emulator known as Wine. So it, it borked the game and it doesn't work on Linux anymore. It's interesting. It is interesting and it's really sad. At least for me. You would think Linux would do something about that but. they are working on it again linux is unfortunately not a a conglomerate like microsoft is it's just like yeah bro it's, it's like yeah. uh programmer it's, homies it's who source. have some yeah. free time i guess yeah it kind of makes sense if they haven't so yeah it's, it's actually like they're working on it and it is like linux has a lot of other reasons that is makes it really good but yeah it doesn't work anymore on there unfortunately but uh, in sadder news, apparently 25% of Ubisoft employees have witnessed or experienced misconduct. So that's a lot. Is it like a monthly thing with them? Like every month so there's like controversy? No, nah, well, this is just the continuation of the controversy that's been happening all year. Oh, yeah. Uh, where, you know, there's all this like sexual harassment and stuff in the company. Uh, I just don't know if anyone knew it was this widespread. I mean, 25% is like one in four people. And Ubisoft is not a small company. So that's a lot of people being, yeah. you know, harassed in some way or another. And Ubisoft better be careful because, man, if they get together for a class action lawsuit, that's not going to be good for Ubisoft. 
So Ubisoft better do something fast other than make vague promises to fans. Like, like we're so is. sorry we were caught. We never meant to be caught. We'll do better not to be caught next time. <laughs> so, yeah. I hope those people eventually get some sort of relief. Whether it's Ubisoft fixing the corrupted culture of you know, harassment that's been permeating the studios or if it's just like you fire everyone who is being bad and you just kind of like start over. Hopefully. Better management. Yeah, if I remember correctly, it was like HR was a big problem. So hopefully they got better HR management in there so that people aren't being harassed or anything. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, yeah. It's got to stop at one point. One can hope. <laughs> yeah, one can hope. Definitely. Uh, the RTX 3080 uh, sold out, and they haven't restocked really quickly, which led many fans to be disappointed. Also, the NVIDIA site was leaking emails of people. <laughs> so, yeah, just all around fun times. I can't take a break. Oh. Nah, sadly not. I mean, also, the 380 has like a lot of problems right now. Games crashing and all. So it's, it's probably better to wait. Big Daddy AMD save us. Although technically, yeah. it's it's Big Mommy AMD because it's Lisa Sue who is the CEO. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm making this weird. Um, yeah, it's fun <laughs> facts. AMD's CEO is actually the niece of the a and NVIDIA CEO. So in a way they are just like in a relationship. <laughs> They're onto this. Yes. It's it's been a plot it's been a ploy all along. AMD is NVIDIA, NVIDIA is AMD. They planned this all along. NVIDIA will yeah. suck at sales, <laughs> then AMD comes. And steals the thunder. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. Just like they did with Intel. <laughs> I mean, Intel kind of brought that on themselves, though. Honestly, yeah, they did. Although, with the 2080 launch, with, like, the 2000 series of NVIDIA, I mean, they really brought that upon themselves, too, so... Good point, touche. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm really excited to hear what AMD has to offer in the GPU market on October 28th, as... There are rumors that it's going to be the 6900 XT, which is going to be a little bit more powerful than the 3080, but it's only going to cost 550 compared to the 700 and have more VRAM. So that's certainly pretty interesting. How much VRAM did you say? 16 gigabytes compared yeah, to the yeah. uh, NVIDIA's 10. So far, 2080 Ti is worthless now. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It's just straight up a, a piece of garbage at this point. And that, I mean, the 2080 Ti, what did that, that thing cost like $1,200. So now you've got a $1,200 hunk of metal. Now we can get like 370, which is the same power as the 2080 Ti for like 600. Yeah, I mean, it's supposedly faster by a little bit. But like, I think it's like 20% faster than the 2080 Ti. Yeah, for like less than half the cost. So poor, poor, yeah. poor bastards. Yep. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Poor guys. You feel for them. 
Uh, the Steam Game Festival Autumn Edition is coming out uh, October 7th and goes till the 13th. Isn't like this last one where they release demos and not the live sales? Yeah, they just released demos. But I kind of liked that, honestly. That was a lot of fun. I liked playing all the demos. This is like a virtual... Uh, yeah, virtual... Co- like what they did with the Devolver Digital. They made something like this before. Yeah. I forgot what it's called. Sure. I just like it because a lot of the times the uh, those conferences, like you gotta buy a ticket and then you gotta like get a hotel and then you gotta drive or fly there. But here it's like, hey, here are all the cool games. Here's a demo. Anyone can play them, enjoy them, have fun. Like I think like that's the only reason I did like um, like two years I did um, Pax West, which is in Seattle, because at the time I did this while the brother lived there so I was like oh okay I'll just go visit him and then then when he's since it's like the weekend till he doesn't have work I can we can go to the convention yeah I mean that's really like the only reason people went to the convention was to try out the new games and stuff but these days I think yeah I think companies are realizing that hey we get more like engagement with fans and more goodwill if we just make a demo and then anyone can play it then not having mm-hmm. to stand in line with someone who's been showered for the last three days for four hours well that's yeah. one thing that came out of COVID that's good <laughs> yeah I'm curious to see if that will uh, continue because like I yeah. know that they uh, like Devolver Digital they made that Devolver Land Expo that was so good that was pretty cool yeah uh, and I know like what is it it's like COVID is actually killing entire industries because people have found like better workarounds that there was just like they didn't have a reason to find earlier like apparently like business flights have gone down like 90% because everyone realized that Zoom is actually like in teleconferencing is actually at a good enough point where you don't need to spend you know $10,000 to send Bob to go to Japan (laughs) to talk to Hirohito Sama when you could just have a Zoom call right there. And for same like thing $2 here. dollars of like electric electricity. So, or maybe because we're just lazy now. <laughs> no, I mean, if we're just talking like business, I mean, business is all about profit and like seriously if you can reduce your spending by like 20% just cuz you're not sending people on flights across the world. I, you know, I, that would really make your profits go a lot higher. Yeah, true. I mean, at least now we're not, I mean, we're much safer now, you know? Yeah. And also idea. Zoom has figured out how to make sure that less people have access to those links that the tricksters love to get a hold of and cause dismay much, and sadness. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much they want, like, profit they made out of Zoom. Honestly, a decent amount, especially if businesses and like schools buy it. Jeff Bezos is like swimming in gold right now. Is Be- does Amazon own Zoom? I think so, right? I don't yeah. think so. I believe so. Maybe, but he was already swimming in gold. So hey. Yeah. Oh yeah, Zoom Cloud, Amazon. Jeez, what do they not own at this point? Disney. Uh, <laughs> yet. I can see it. 
Dude, he's like a... What is he? He's like a trillionaire, man. If you felt like buying Disney, you could buy Disney. Just you watch. And then Disney Plus get rolled, gets rolled into Amazon Prime. It's the perfect scheme. So, uh... Whoops. God Galaxy is now supporting uh, buying from other clients. So, apparently testers have been given access to a special ability where they can buy games from the Epic Game Store and then automatically add them to their GOG Galaxy account. They they were teasing this feature like a long time. They finally Yeah, but it. now it's actually a thing. It's so. still like Steam where you, if you play something for free and GOG, GOG will think that you own it. Same thing. Yeah. But this time it's about paid content, so... I'm, I'm proud of them, you know? They deserve it. Yeah. Especially that it, they added Mill Gear and Silent Hill 4. Uh, so you're just you're just biased because you like those gray games. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> not denying it. Not denying it, no. Uh, and then Mountain Blade Warband 2 released its first modding tools... Uh, I know, man, Mountain Blade Warband had so many awesome mods, like uh, Warhammer mods and Lord of the Rings mods and yada yada yada. So I'm excited to see what people come out with for Warband 2. I mean, still waiting for it to be, to be out of early access. Yeah, I know. Aren't we all? Who knows? A correction. Uh, Zone is not owned by Amazon, just some company. My bad. Oh, okay. Um... So yeah, Mountain Blade Two. Let's just hope it doesn't pull like a Daisy, where it's been in like early, where it's gonna be in like early access for like twenty years, no, and then they all of a sudden like release it and just like wash their hands of it in an unfinished state. <laughs> so let's hope that doesn't happen. But uh, um, you never know. I mean, there are still good people, you know. <laughs> yes, that will go the road as easy. Good people get tainted by money. That they do, unfortunately. Tis a, tis a curse. Uh, let's see, what else do we have here? Nexus Mods, the popular mod hosting site, uh, banned political mods for being Stupid. low, uh, for being low effort and people not being able to be adults in discussions. Oh, okay then. Yeah, I don't know sense. that. I understand. Yeah, they. Yeah, apparently they weren't banning it just because they wanted to ban it, but it was more like apparently they, they were allowing it at first, but then people were jerks as usual, and so they were just like, you know what, this is too much more trouble than it's worth. Like, none of these mods are even good. Like, none of these yeah, mods are good, like, so just delete them and get them out of here. Yeah, I thought it was like banning them in general, like everything. Oh, that's good if they removed the low effort ones. I think... They were like only low effort ones, so it is basically like all of them. <laughs> True. Also, also, they just—I think they just banned them entirely because they're like, no, this thing isn't worth it. I think that's but, good like, on them, though. They're, all of them they, were like low effort see, anyway. The fact that they they see all this like, you know, the that people can't help themselves and be immature, and they're like, okay, we'll just ban it then. Yeah, um, their statement was so good, man. <laughs> like. I love their statement. They just basically roasted like their all the people who made like political mods and like couldn't help handle themselves. I mean, it's better. I mean, who's gonna play mod with just the face of Donald Trump everywhere? Yeah, that would be pretty dumb. 
I don't, I don't see how that would enhance gameplay at all. <laughs> Build walls faster. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Oh my. And our last... Uh... I doubt it because we still don't have that wall. <laughs> Fair enough. Our last topic is uh, CD Projekt Red, despite saying they would never crunch, are crunching. So take I mean, back uh... all that goodwill you said about God Galaxy and uh, let's hate them now. I mean, as long as they're compensated, then I'm fine with it. I mean, I don't know, man. Like seriously, I don't. I, mean, I don't know if I'm okay everywhere. with it. Not just in gaming, but it doesn't. I mean, for me, it kind of does sometimes. But you're but an I engineer. Get, true, but I get compensated at the end. Got like yeah, leave but or. Just, like seriously, just because you're compensated doesn't mean you want to like work seventy-eight hour week. Yeah, that's too much, but I mean, like... Uh, okay, uh, I got nothing. <laughs> uh, like, uh, yeah, I mean... <laughs> you're making, like, an extra $5 an hour, hooray, but you're slowly killing yourself because you have about three hours of sleep every night. <laughs> and it's job-mandated. So, I don't know. Uh, they can't risk to do another delay, that's for sure. I don't see why not. I mean, they're already close enough to Christmas. Just make it a Christmas game. It's, it remind me of GTA 5, GTA 5 on PC. It was supposed to release on like October 20, 2014. It got delayed a lot of time, like four or five times. At the end, it was released on July. No, no, wait, August of 2015. Like I know it was supposed to come out in April, but man, just like I said, make it a December game at this point. Make it like December yep. 21st. Like don't kill your poor staff people. I'm pretty sure like, the game is done. I mean, like, there, there's no crashes or everything. Anything. They're just. But, then why do they need to crunch? Like, what's what's the point? Yeah, like, there's all these conflicting statements. They basically said, like, three months ago, they're like, "Oh, the game's done. You know, we're just doing some polish." And now it's just like crunch. They're like, avoiding if, a uh, one-day patch. I mean, every other like. Every other studio does it, just do a day one patch. It doesn't matter that much. Day one patch, oh, my bad. <laughs> one day. Like, I mean, it's just an industry standard. Everyone's set up and kind of yep. expecting it. Like, it's awful, but if it means that people don't have to kill themselves to get the game out there, you know, I kind of accept it and support it. And it's probably still going to happen. Wait, yeah, did say, uh, honestly did true. They, did they say how long they're working? Uh, they did not. I mean, probably like an hour, an extra hour every day, perhaps. Mm, no, that's not how crunch yeah, works in the game I'm, industry, TFX. I'm done. I'm being optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no optimism, man. It's like 20-hour days. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, we still, we don't know the details, so let's not judge. Like, I mean, quickly. I guess that's true. It's just I think people were really disappointed because Pro CD Projekt Red has always sort of been a bastion of workers' rights and being a great influence in the gaming industry. And they've always said that they don't want to crunch and they will not crunch for uh, Cyberpunk 2077 and then they go back on their word. I mean... It's that, it's that trust, TFX. It's the only thing that binds us together as a society. It's trust. They broke our <laughs> trust. We live in a society. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, the please health is more important than the game itself. 
Yeah. Then again, uh, delayed game is good. It's bound to be good, yeah, yeah. but like uh, early bad game is forever bad. Yeah, What's the, the quote? famous Miyamoto saying, like What's seriously, the quote? yeah. I'm not sure exactly. Because I, I, like, I don't know. Because I thankfully don't work those kinds of hours and have to crunch. But man, I can tell you, I am not putting in my best work after having worked like 60 hours at like, and let alone 100. So. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, true. So like the the poor people who are like on their like eighth Red Bull on their 84th hour of work, I'm going to tell you. Maybe they're, they're motivated somehow. Some There's going to be a day one game breaking bug because poor Terry is <laughs> twitching because of his caffeine, you know, addiction that he's developed because otherwise he can't do his job. Maybe they're can't motivated. can't feed his family. <laughs> yep. So it's a, I definitely hope something changes soon. They definitely need a union of some kind. Plus, maybe they're working on the uh, play the multiplayer stuff. Who knows? Ha 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 ha! I like what. I don't understand it. It's like it's like saying we're gonna have a multiplayer Witcher. Like what? What kind of actually interesting multiplayer are they gonna have? PVP. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's gonna be something stupid. Like it's like they're gonna rip off Quake or something like Quake Three, and it's like, bros, like what? Just make more game. Don't make stupid PVP. Mm -hmm. It's like, but you, but it's like in the city, like every, it's like in GTA Five, like sixty people are dropped in the city, and then they have quests, and uh, you Who know, the first yeah, person to finish the quest is the winner and stuff. But it's like, yo, this this isn't worth killing people over, and it's not that inventive. That's literally called hide and seek, but with jobs. I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe it'll work. They find it. Maybe. maybe maybe they'll find a way. I don't know. It's certainly. It certainly muddied their image in my eyes because they had been really, really awesome, and now they are really, really lame. Maybe your opinion will change when the game comes out. I mean, I may I enjoy the game. Feel for the poor people that had to crunch. Yeah, I was gonna say I might enjoy the game, but I don't think just because I like the game is going to mean that I, you know, enjoy the systemic issues that were required to you know make the game yeah so oh well we'll find out in about a month so for like 46 days to be exact hey somebody's got a countdown calendar <laughs> let me check exactly <laughs> yeah it's something like that it's like 46 days uh, so we're like what on the fourth, and it comes out like November nineteenth. So yeah. forty-five days. A, yeah, there you go, forty-five days. Hooray, forty-five days. I guess. I don't know. Like, I'm kind of excited for it, but I don't know. It's just not that interesting. Yeah, my hype. Be like the my day hype just they delay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's it's like, I guess maybe that's one of the reasons they're crunching. But it's just like, yo. Like, I don't really care anymore. It's This game has been in development for like 10 years. It's really hard to be hyped for 10 whole years. It's like Elden Ring now. <laughs> yeah, basically. And, uh, and it's really hard to stay hyped when the company that you trusted is turning into another EA, so... How dare you? 
I mean, hey, I... multiplayer's got microtransactions. They're crunching when they said they're not going to. Next thing you know, the CEO is going to get a bonus and they're going to be putting like, um, they're going to be making like some super stupid spin-off or something like that. Oh yeah, they're uh, making like a show too. Cyberpunk 2077 Most Wanted or something like that, like Need for Speed. And it's like a racing game that's like garbage. <laughs> Try to turn it into a franchise. You start seeing like Funko Pops of like 2077 come out like right away and like, tattoos or something. I don't know. I'm a cynical man. What can I say? Yeah, fair enough. I'm optimistic. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. I feel like it's going to get good reviews because critics are looking at it as from a hype slash technical viewpoint. And then the gameplay is actually going to suffer and people are going to be disappointed and people are going to find it'll be like a four out of ten. Or at least like a seven. It's definitely not going to be a ten out of ten. I think. Imagine it's like a mediocre game at the end. Oh, that would be hilariously sad. Twelve Everything years, CD Projekt Red works on it, and it comes out, and it's like as good as a mobile game. So, like everything that we saw is just scripted. Yeah, that won't happen yeah. ever. Like an app. Keanu Reeves is actually only in it for like two whole minutes. What <laughs> <laughs> when he's when that article came out and said that Keanu Reeves wanted to double his amount of you know inclusion in the game they doubled it from one minute to two minutes so exactly <laughs> that would be hilarious um, that like would be pretty funny honestly <laughs> yeah i can't wait he'll be hated <laughs> oh boy yeah i am very interested to see what will happen Alrighty, that's been our show thank you so much tfx for being here yeah always glad to be here thank you ai for teaching me so much about genshin impact <laughs> Sure. <laughs> really, uh, really carrying that topic, honestly. I mean, I, so, did, I did play, I think, in what, the, like, three, <laughs> four days I played, I think total would have been at least 30 hours played. Nice. So. <laughs> so thank you very much. Definitely played <laughs> a lot of it. Alrighty. So, uh, thank you so much for listening. That has been our podcast. Please rate us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere really you can get your podcast. Uh, subscribe with your favorite podcast app. Follow us on Twitter at DITD underscore reviews. If you have any topics that you have any thoughts on, feel free to tweet at us. Or you can find our email in the link tree, which is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash D-I-T-D. Also, we are a production of the Devils in the Detail curator in Discord. Our Discord invite link is discord.com forward slash invite forward slash capital M C capital G P X C capital U. And if you want to support us, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash D I T E D excuse me, D I T D not D I T E D D I T D. <laughs> That has been our show. Thank you so very much for listening. And until the devils are summoned again.
And that's it, boys. GG. Woo! <laughs> Once and done. Get Craig out of here. For Craig bugs out or